How many beers have you had? All of them. I drink them all. You drink. Oh, now you're, now you're on the Two. cider. You drink all the beers. Now you're under the cider. I started with cider. You did start yeah, with cider. I, I just I um, just tested some beers. <laughs> you tested the right. beers. Well, I started with cider, and because I was going to finish the cider, and then I tested some beers in between the two ciders. Proclaimed as the city of destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grit. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hey. No Brogan today because, again, he is up at Wizards Keep Games making nerd dreams come true. Slacker. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he has to run his own business, and I'm sure he has plenty of employees, but he decided not to hang out with us and drink beer. And uh, so Ooh. with us today, not necessarily in his place, but, well, I mean, is in his place. we got Scott Weil. Scott, you are a big L.A. producer, aren't you? Certainly not big, but uh, <laughs> I'm a producer. We're going to talk about the project that you are, are touring here. And actually, we'll be doing it'll be happening this Friday at the Blue Mouse Theater. Uh, we want to make sure and let everyone know about this right now because um, there's a big international presence with this uh, with this movie. Um, but we uh, want to make sure and push you guys to go see it at the Blue Mouse, which is a local Tacoma theater. And we're going to get to that in a minute. But we want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for sending us your emails, your information. We're getting a bunch of emails now, which is kind of fun. Uh, if you've got somebody who you think is going to be good for the Grit City Podcast, get us an email at info at gritcitypodcast.com. And uh, obviously, gritcitypodcast.com is where you can find all of our stuff. Are they fun, Justin? Because I get a lot of emails that I don't want. Oh, yeah. Saying. We do have the spam filter that usually gets some of those. But we get some good feedback from people. Or no, pe- we do. We do. And people who are interested in actually uh, maybe coming on to the show. Uh, so shout out to all of those people, some of our guests previously and uh, in the future who have just literally got a hold of us by info at gridcitypodcast.com. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. I mean, it's easy. Yeah, we're right there. We read <laughs> yeah. them all, right? Like, we do, actually. We do read them all and then we yeah. talk amongst ourselves and yeah. see if we're going to respond or not. Yeah, and then you don't have to bother me at the bar. You just ignore me at the bar <laughs> and just email me. Because <laughs> that works perfectly. And if you want to support us, one thing you can do also is our Patreon, which is just patreon.com slash gridcitypodcast. Uh, four bucks a month helps us out all the way up to our business tier, which apparently currently is now open. Completely it is. Open. It's so all open. To, uh, <laughs> have us talk about some of uh, the awesome projects you're doing. If you've got a good business, we can always, uh, you know, use your money. Well, it's the easiest way to get a, get an ad. Like, yeah. we're not going to walk around and sell it to you, but, like, it's the easiest yeah, way I to get, come get it. I guess it's just because we're super lazy when it comes down to that. Yeah, probably. I mean, if we worked really hard. But this is us chilling out, so I think that's the most fun part about all of it. It. I'm saying fun a lot, aren't I? <laughs> now you got it in my brain, dude. You're a fun you guy. Fucker. <laughs> oh, I'm a mushroom. Fun guy. Uh, 
All right, that was so, bad. Yeah, that was really that was really Ooh. terrible. So let's just move on to Scott now. I think that's a perfect segment. Fungus <laughs> to Once Upon a Superhero just works. So go with it. Exactly. So first, let's talk a little bit about, a little bit about Once Upon a Superhero. Uh, tell us uh, the straight pitch for this uh, for this movie at this point. The uh, film is about a self-proclaimed superhero who goes by the name of Solar Flare, who has been exiled to Earth without his superpowers for 189 days. Oh. And as he meets the underbelly of Hollywood, he is uh, goes into a uh, um, self... Uh, Loathing? <laughs> <laughs> By looking at the trailers and just seeing uh, the, the little bit of the uh, the, the, the depression he's uh, dealing with, having lost his powers and uh, having to deal with the doldrums of society at this point, it seemed to, he was a little down on his dumps. Yeah, he, he <laughs> upon meeting the underbelly of L.A., he spirals into a um, loss of self as he awaits the return of his superpowers. Oh, yes. man. And that's the worst part, too. If you just think about that, it's like, I'm, I'm here for this amount of time, and I'm not going to have my superpowers. I'll get them eventually, but i got to deal with all of this BS. And it's kind of, it, it's interesting also just dealing with uh, 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 the Hollywood situation at that point, too, because it's down in L.A. Well, what's really interesting is uh, some of the people that have seen the film always come up to us and are like, wow, you know, it just nailed the grit and the feel of Hollywood itself. And uh, so, yeah, that part really succeeds. And like I was talking about, this is going to be premiering at the uh, Blue Mouse Theater. Now, this is going to be happening Friday, May 10th. So it's just in a couple of days. So make sure, and uh, we got a lot of people that do these straight-up fresh downloads right away. If this is something you're interested in, and I really do think you are, because I love, first off, I love the cinematography just on the trailer. Like, I'm really excited to go see this. So this is happening at the Blue Mouse Theater, and tickets and information information are available at bluemousetheater.com 10 p.m. Friday, May 10th. And you guys are going to be in attendance to do Q&A as well, right? Yeah, John and I will be there to present the movie and uh, take some questions after. Uh, the lead actor unfortunately can't make it up here, but Adam is from the Tacoma area. Oh wow, okay, so cool. So hopefully I love that. too, yeah, for sure. Hopefully uh, people will come out uh, even for that because Solar Flare should be the official superhero of the Northwest, we've decided. I enjoy that. <laughs> I enjoy that too because the the Pacific Northwest does does have a superhero legacy. We had the Rain City superhero movement uh, led by Phoenix Jones. I don't know if you know about Phoenix Jones, um, but uh, he was essentially an MMA fighter turn uh, costume superhero. And it was one of those really he's, he's a really cool kid. But at the same point, that sort of thing kind of kind of burns a guy out. Mm. And I kind of see a little bit of the parallel even right here with like solar flare as well. Uh, fortunately or unfortunately for uh, Phoenix, uh, solar flare is going to be getting his powers back eventually. Maybe we'll have to see. <laughs> People are going to have to check out this movie. Um, but there's I, I, I love the fact that when we were talking uh, about this and you were talking back and forth with Scott about uh, this movie is. Is that this was all done pretty pretty much guerrilla style in terms of making the film? Uh, how how was the process of this? Because this was not a short process. This how many years uh, did this movie come to be or take to be? It uh, took six years plus. Damn. Um, the director, writer, director, producer John Klein and myself shared an apartment in Hollywood. Uh, we made the movie out of our apartment, which sits about uh, for your viewers' perspective, like three blocks from the epicenter of the. Uh, 
uh, cosplay movement on Hollywood oh, Boulevard. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, in, in John's random uh, daily interactions of going to the gym, which sits right in the middle of this, started the uh, the process and idea of the script. Um, which was a little different in, uh, originally, but wrapped itself around to what it became today. That is really cool. That is yeah. funny. So, yeah. just, so the, just getting back, the, uh, the the movie was made for six plus years out of the apartment, and we did it with no permits, no budget, and no rules. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're doing something like that, is it literally just like um, blocking out a scene, realizing you know where you want to be, and then just running out there and doing it really quick? Because I have to imagine trying to do something like that in like in Tacoma or like somewhere like off in the boonies or something like that, it's going to be immensely easy easier than doing it down on a street in Hollywood. It's got to be kind of crazy at that point. You would actually be pretty surprised because there's so much um, cameras already down there and so many people filming in many different ways. We were strategic about how we did things. You know, our sound guy would be in a certain place and the actors would, and we would only have the crew that was needed. Mm -hmm. And technically with what we had being a skeletal crew, we can get away anyway, legally. And and a lot of times cops would like wave to us, you know, and (laughs) we might have like six people out there, but there would only be three visible. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 We had a a sound guy who had like a little older guy and had this, uh, he looked like an old vet. And so we used to have him carry around the thing. So he kind of came off like a homeless guy, but the mic was hanging out of the back. <laughs> that's great. No, I mean, you just like try to be a little inconspicuous with it. I love it. Yeah, that sounds like the Bullfinger movie. That is excellent. Have you ever seen that with Steve Martin and Good call. Uh, Good Eddie call. Murphy? Yeah. Awesome. Talk about guerrilla photography, man. That's awesome. <laughs> well, and that's one of those things. I mean, even with like what we're doing here, I mean, it's like it's we're in the middle of the Union Club, but it's like this is not a recording studio. It's a very living room feel, but we have all our gear and we can just just plop it down here and it's we've been having to do that i mean we're we'll record at different areas in here depending we don't want to interfere with anybody else doing their stuff so at that same point now we're like okay cool yeah uh we'll just be up here up on the third floor and hopefully won't annoy anybody or now we're down in the basement dealing like in the event center but it's just that sort of the same thing it's you do what you need to do to get the shots or to get the audio or to get the stuff it's it's got to be kind of exhilarating for you on that point yeah, no, it was a lot of fun, and um, it was it was challenging, mm-hmm. but it was you know there was an excitement to it each time we went out there, and uh, Adam would come and put in the costume, and mm-hmm. you know <laughs> we would apply the dirt and all the, the stuff that went with it, and the costume aged very naturally. Yeah, uh, so it was just a really organic process, and uh, just came together really nice, just like the studio you guys have. I'm Is sure each right? time yeah. it sounds like you guys take an organic <laughs> approach to where you want to. <laughs> And and if our viewers on the on the Instagram, if they could see the view in the back here, Tacoma. Oh my God, it's beautiful, so beautiful, beautiful. And I and I got to say, like uh, you know, John and I have been on a few podcasts now, mm-hmm. but this is the first one where I've been served beer, so oh, I appreciate that a lot. Like I'm a real appreciative we, of that. We try to do that with everyone. Uh, we'll get some of the local beers or just whatever uh, we're happy with at that same oh, point. Salute. There yeah. you go. And uh. we try to make it very inviting for everyone. We're chilling out. We're having fun. It's a Sunday afternoon where a lot of people would probably rather be outdoors. So That's sometimes true. we got to ply them with Puget Sound Pizza good. <laughs> and some beer. So yeah, I mean, I, think I, I just drove. I just today. drove from LA too. 
So I, I got in. Dude. I got in this morning. I, I drove from L.A. So this beer is coming in beautiful. Wow. Nice. I haven't had a beer in two days, so I was about to go into shakes. So like literally, like so you road tripped all the way from L.A. Are yeah. you are you rolling solo on that point? Because that's got to be that's a lonely drive. I've done that, and it. it I don't want to say it sucks because it's very beautiful, but it, there's just some places where it's just there's nothing else going on, and you're just kind of stuck there with your thoughts. I, I enjoy it. I, it nice. gives me time to to kind of process and uh, think about things think about projects think about a lot of things pop into my head i'll put notes in my phone um nice. i wish my dogs were with me but uh I feel that's you. the only yeah. other company i could use but outside that i'm fine being alone it's all good now uh this has been six years coming it's got to be kind of uh, uh, a bit of a relief to be able to uh, be going around and showing this movie off i would imagine you know it's just another part of the process to me um okay, okay. pre-production was a process production was a process post-production was a process and now it being out in the world is its own process and going through each phase uh, requires different things requires a different refocus and um, a reshuffling of things and and, a, and an understanding because each phase we went through is the first time we're going through it oh, this is yeah. the first this is the first feature for John wow. and myself so you know us going through the process it's very that's got to be a hell of a learning experience for each one then at that point too well you know like I tell any film school student you're better off doing what we did than sitting in film school for four years because you're going to learn things that 600 times you know to me it was like getting a master's in producing like when you're going to school you're learning essentially about the theory uh of what these things are but then you're not going to understand what can the doing yeah exactly and what can go wrong at that point because i have to imagine even with uh i mean with six years there had to have been plenty that went wrong oh man for you to figure out well you, you know what's interesting is there were like three or four different like like catastrophic things that happened during the process where at the time it was like oh my god how are we you know yeah and you know yeah it was it was all parts of things that contributed to it taking as long as it did Mm -hmm. but in the end when you can look back you realize it was all meant for a reason and they all turned out for better reasons that made it a better final product. Really? Yeah. Really? So uh, just one example of one of those things. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you don't have to get into super detail at that point, but it was, it, was it like losing footage or losing an actor or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like or? for instance, there was an actor that didn't work out at one point, but uh, at that time it, it, it gave John some time as we were recasting the role, mm. and he went back and made an adjustment in the script which really brought it around full circle in a different way that wasn't there before. That's cool. And and had we filmed it the original way, I don't think it would have, you know, I'm sure it would have been fine. And that would have been the way the universe meant it. But clearly it was, this was the way it was really meant. And that's kind of an interesting yeah. point to put at that. Like, uh, if you get these sort of roadblocks or even catastrophic events that you're talking about, um, that it's helping guide it into the thing that it was meant to be. And it's, it's, it's sometimes it's hard for people to wrap their heads around that especially if it's going off on a path that you don't necessarily or have not envisioned it to be and then you're like okay i've got to realize now that this is what uh what it's supposed to be or what we want it to or what it what itself wants to be put out there as which it's, it's, a, it's what did you say no but you know what ultimately it's a good life lesson yeah, because it's yeah. not just filmmaking it's anything that you do in life that's you know? what i was gonna say it, yeah. it, it's not a mistake it's a process 
process. Yeah, yep. and go. it's all part of the the never ending evolution that you go through from when you start to finish. See, that's it's, what I was trying to say. Though. It's just life in general, though. Like <laughs> even 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 in just normal everyday life, right? Like you look at buying a house, right? You like you go to oh, buy yeah. a house and you you get about a quarter of the way through, and then all of a sudden something comes up, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh shit! Now we have to get this inspected, right? Yeah, it's with everything you're going to have these little road roadblocks along the way, these little things that go wrong, and you need to be able to recover and do them if you want to do anything yeah but i mean you can always just say oh i'm gonna play video games too i'm down with that i know just drink some beer it's super ripped <laughs> yeah. i think somewhere along the process i said you know what i'm gonna stop swimming against the stream and just flow with it yeah oh, that's a good right. call on that i love that and so again like we were talking about this is happening this friday may 10th at the blue mouse theater bluemousetheater.com but people can find out more information by uh going to uh once upon a superhero.com Yep, and our Instagram is at Once Upon a Superhero the Movie. We're always posting, always updating, and uh, bringing new things in. Oh, it's, yeah, it's Scott's wife. Damn it. Yeah. She, she just interrupted the podcast she wasn't supposed to. Stop it. I think she I think she heard about Once Upon a Superhero and wanted to hear more she about she it. She wanted to see the big old poster that you can only see on our live stream. So uh, people have to check that out as well. Um, but you can find out, like, with the Instagram. Uh, you guys have been actually traveling internationally uh, to uh, show this movie. You went to Canada, correct? Yeah, we... Uh, oh, yeah, good job. I like caveat. how you did that. Good job, you. <laughs> We went to Edmonton a few months back, played the uh, Garnau Theater up there at a great time. Nice. So uh, how, how has the experience been um, showing this off at different uh, film fests and, uh, and the like? It's been awesome. Really? You know, yeah. It's, you, you know, it's, it's such a mixed bag when you're putting something out that nobody has heard of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that does not give a lot away. Yeah. You know, it... It's it's challenging. It's a little bit different, and and you know, like the Avengers is out. Oh yeah, you know, and here oh, yeah. you come. You have the Avengers playing in every theater. You could go see it. My point is, you can go see that any time of day for weeks in a row. Absolutely. When we play, we're playing in a city, maybe one two shows. Mm-hmm. So you know, you you have, and not everybody could be there that one time. You know, and it's just a matter of, but those people that are there are connecting with it. Yeah, and they're really digging it, and they're digging the originality of it. That's fun, and and the freshness that it brings to the conversation. We hear all the time. Oh my God, that's like a superhero movie that I, I didn't even know. I wanted and I needed in my life like you because, know because yeah at this point I mean like I mean it, literally for the last 10 years superhero movies have been at the like the absolute forefront of Hollywood cinema um, because they've realized that it makes a lot of money especially these big bombastic things but if you can kind of distill it down to like you're saying the gritty aspects of it it turns it into yeah this is maybe a thing you're expecting but then we're just going to turn it on its head. And I think that's the beauty of it. I really do. Oh, I, we, we hear all the time. People are like, you know, I looked at the trailer. I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was so much different than what I thought it was. And it was so much like, I, I, I so much better than I even, you know, realized or yeah. knew coming in. And we hear that a lot. And I get a lot of messages when we leave cities and people will be like, when can I see that movie again? I can't get it out of my head. That's cool. I want to see that. I that's exciting, that man. Yeah, that's um, when you make you round know, two, right? When you is it going to be out? Yeah, no, we're going <laughs> to definitely do encore shows. You know, yeah. we're uh, when we leave this tour, this tour we are doing uh, Spokane. We're starting in Spokane next mm-hmm. Friday, and then we're going to Portland. Uh, then 
Bellingham, Vancouver, wow, down okay. to Tacoma, and then Corvallis. Oh wow! So yeah, you're just getting the Pacific Northwest and getting all of those. Different yeah. So we got aspects. we got six shows coming up in the next uh, two weeks out here, and then we're going to go back east. And nice. we got a series of shows. We've been uh, out east a couple of times. We're going to be uh, premiering in VT and a few other places. So, yeah, looking forward to it. That's really exciting. And yeah. people can follow it, like we just said, onceuponasuperhero.com. We'll have all of those different things uh, on there. <laughs> Do you plan on doing, uh, like, a digital release at some point? Or is that in the pipeline? Or are you just trying to build the groundswell at this point? You know, a little bit of both. We okay, are. Okay. We're, we're, we're taking our time with it. It's it's a film. Like, the cinematography, like you mentioned, is beautiful. It is. It's really. Like, I mean, mm. when, you, when you, we were first prefaced it with is like oh we shot it out of our apartment sort of thing you really don't know what to expect right that's um, what i was thinking yeah we, and honestly you got me with the um um you know our guys from tacoma and then we did it all underground so i was like okay i'm gonna look into this and yeah. i watched that when i watched the um the preview that, that you sent us i was like all right if, if if the movie has anything like this preview it's it's gonna be badass so and that's yeah. and, and that's the fun part about it too because like yeah the cinema photography is just it's really good well I, i'm gonna i'm gonna highlight two people right here for your audience. Our nice. cinematographer is Matt Louie. Okay. Uh, the film won Best Cinematography at a recent festival, too. Wow, um, nice. And one of the reasons why we wanted to keep it exclusive in theaters is because it, it, it brings back an experience of watching a movie together with people. That's and, a really and it's, good point. And it's a film that is going to make people uncomfortable in certain points and make people squirm a little bit and maybe uh-huh. feel bring out different emotions that they might not normally sit through in a normal in a, in a regular film mm-hmm. and we went out to we we set out to push the boundaries of independent filmmaking and we wanted to do something completely different and groundbreaking in every possible way and not just do another mill uh, run of the mill. Yeah. Grit City Magazine was founded on the notion Tacoma has good stories to tell. On their site, gritcitymag.com, you'll find tons of information about the history of our city of destiny, articles on what artists and makers are doing today, and all kinds of other Tacoma stuff. There's even more cool shit on their social feeds at Grit City Mag on Facebook and Instagram. And be sure to look for their quarterly print magazine. It's about damn time Tacoma has shown some love. Thanks to Grit City Magazine for helping do it. Plus, they've got an excellent taste in names. And the other thing I wanted to point out is uh, uh, Tacoma native Adam Marcinowski, who played Solar Flare. Nice. And this is a phenomenal story. Not only did this, you know, his, his performance in the movie is just almost understated because there's so much wildness around his character it almost you know it almost drifts under the radar how amazing he is but we continued and you guys might dig this we thought the movie was coming out a little earlier at the Mm -hmm. time even when we were done filming we continued uh he continued to come and put the costume on in any of his spare time and walk the streets of hollywood and we were built this pre-buzz oh, of whether this killer. person is real or not. <laughs> so, I you know, yeah, Adam, yeah, Adam yeah. personally um, took performance art to the next level in the opinion of us. He yeah. kind of took ownership of the character. I love that. Beyond ownership. Fantastic. You know, what's funny that. is Adam yeah. was always meant to play this thing. You know, it, he, mm-hmm. it was his part. He was born to do it. It was his role. Um, we never even casted for it. He... You stepped in. How did you end up meeting up with with him then? That was actually a really random story. He was um, 
I we were doing a different movie that we didn't wind up making. Oh wow, okay. We had brought this other movie to the like twelve eleventh hour, mm-hmm. and we pulled the plug last second. It just wasn't right. And uh, but at that time when we were f- casting that, somebody uh, an actress had come up to me and like, I want you to meet my friend. I think he'd be perfect for this role. I went to meet him. He was not right for it at all. Yeah. But the guy <laughs> emceeing the event was Adam. Oh, <laughs> and- damn! I thought you were dropping like this, this like this um, actress, and Adam was just out there just slinging it around L.A. Right? <laughs> but no, 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 no. That guy sucked. And and instead, the DJ. He, he's bad. No, 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 he wasn't a DJ. He wasn't oh, a DJ. Oh, sorry. He was. It, it was a. Uh, um, oh shoot, I forget. It was like um, uh, a sketch comedy. But oh, he, okay, okay. He, he was emceeing it. it. Okay. And when I looked, you know, he's a big guy. He's like 6'5". He actually yeah. played football at University of Washington. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. I wow. believe he was a tight end, if I remember correct. So, you know, here's this guy. He looked like a superhero. And it's funny because this was before this movie was on my radar, but I made an immediate mental note. Yeah. And, and he had this great voice. Adam has an amazing voice. Um, and... You know, I called him in to to do to read for that film, mm-hmm. and he wasn't right for that in particular yeah. that part. But we kept a note, and as soon as John had you know brought the script up, it was like Adam right away. You know, yeah. we we you know he had the superhero look, and you know it, it just worked out perfectly. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like one of those things that we always uh, uh, really try to talk about with uh, with Tacoma and the artists around there. It's like you never know who you're going to end up collaborating with wherever you're at, and it's one of those things. Keep a note, and it's just like maybe they don't work for this this project that you're doing now, but. Eventually, if there's someone like that, they'll be able to get into that and figure that out. Well, hey, SeaTac Natives, you should be out there supporting your boy right? Adam. Come out to the Bloom yeah. Mouse next Friday because you're not going to want to miss this. I promise you that. And I love that because you were talking about doing those theatrical experiences. And it's because, you know, everybody has their home theater where they're watching it by themselves or maybe with their loved ones or their dogs or their cats or anything like that. But when you go and you have that theater experience and you're getting you're getting the room, the the vibe of the room the emotions of the room so one of my favorite notes of this is going to go see a horror movie one of the first things i want to do is i want to make sure and go on the opening if i'm really interested in it going the opening weekend with a full house because a lot of you the want times, to experience yeah, it. yeah it's a lot of times right the there. room tension it, it makes the movie that much better right before people have heard the, the spoilers before yeah. they know what's going to happen there's tension there right yeah a, a week later after everybody kind of knows what's going on there's no tension they're like oh I know how it ends. He snaps his fingers. Everybody turns to dust, dude. It's no big deal, right? Spoilers. Uh, I know, right? I know, yeah, whatever. What what movie was that from? I don't don't know. know. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. But yeah, it builds that up. Have another beer. (laughs) I will. And it's, but it it is, it's one of those things where uh, I think that, I don't necessarily think the theatrical experience is going away, but I think that you want to make Never take that for granted, though. You know what I mean? It's changed a lot. Don't take that, you know, the art house theaters, if people are not out there, and that goes for our Once Upon a Superhero audience. Support yeah. your local art house theaters, guys. Get on out there because they're really important. They support Once Upon a Superhero and if not places like the Blue Mouse here in Tacoma, we wouldn't have places to play. Yes. So, absolutely. that being said, you know, like it goes back to our conversation of the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it pushes things in the right direction. But no, art house theater is something we take very seriously. Mm-hmm. We're extremely appreciative of the people out there and we don't take it for granted. And we're not just out there to support Once Upon a Superhero, but support the cinematic yeah. revolution and keeping that alive because a world of just 
Hollywood big budget superhero movies is kind of I think that's a scary slope to go down. Yeah, and that's a, it's the same thing with a lot of these. I mean, back in the day it was westerns were the biggest things and then they just That's incredibly dissipate. funny that you brought that up. One of the things that we call this film, not that we call it, we we compare it to. Mm-hmm. In the late 60s, you know, you had all of these westerns, 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 oh, Clint yeah, yeah, with John yeah, yeah. Wayne, and what did they? What did Hollywood do? They killed the western, and now you don't see it anywhere. And what are they doing right now to the superhero movie? Superhero, superhero, superhero. Super, yeah, oh I yeah, mean, yeah. Right yeah. now, it's not in danger, but you can only beat something and do the same thing over and over to a certain point. The fatigue is going to happen. Yeah. And it was that same thing. I mean, the, I mean, there were a couple of Westerns in the nineties and then recently we had like the remake of the Magnificent seven, which was fine, but also you should also just go back and watch the original Magnificent seven because it's fantastic or just go watch the seven Samurai too. But that's just me getting weird. Um, there's, I I think you'll like a specific line in once upon a really, I love this. This is a a straight, Fuck you to all that, and you know why? Why? Why do something that was redone? Redo something that was done perfectly the first time. And that's one of those things that's like I. It just seems always like that Hollywood machine. So it's I love the fact that you're you're not necessarily a part of it, but you're you're going along with it. But it's again, can I tell you a semi secret? Yeah, this movie is our fuck you to Hollywood. Nice, yes. and I love that too because and you, you and you will see it. And yeah, if you go watch the movie, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about perfect (laughs) and that's one of those things because it's like yeah i'm going to play within what you have as a construct but i'm going to yeah essentially say fuck you to your rules and i'm going to do it that way and that's really i mean that's what embodies uh what we do here and especially with what we love to talk about with the grid city podcast it's that sort of thing so have it being local but also that same vibe like you can have that vibe wherever you're at be it la be it hollywood be it up here be it anywhere else so i really i really respect that one of uh one of my favorite stories uh, after the screen, you know, talking about screening the film over the last few months, mm-hmm. this guy came running out to me. We were playing the show. wasn't particularly well attended, this one. It finished. I walk outside. He chases me outside. And he's like, <laughs> dude, I'm a film school student for like five years. You guys broke every single rule my professor told me we could never do. <laughs> you know? And he's like, he's like, I'm just completely blown away. That was incredible. He's like, I can't believe this place was not sold out. And that's one of yeah. those things. Like, uh, again, you're, you're building that groundswell. And you want to get those people to talk about these things and get the, the grassroots movement. Because those are going to be the fans. That are impassioned that dude you probably broke a guy's brain and now he's got to go and try to figure out like the five years of his film school what he can do it's like well I learned all these rules and then you're just like no sure there's rules but there's also rules once you understand them or fuck it who cares break them and see what happens and then yeah you're going to go through a little bit of trial and tribulation you're going to figure out what works best for you but at that same point you're going to do it your way which a lot of the times is greater than anything else. A lot of the time we would say, how would Hollywood do it? And then we'd go, let's do it the other way. Yeah. And you see how it works out. If it doesn't work out, okay. But if you come up with something special, now you've got something of your own. And then you can take that on to do bigger bigger things or better things or other things. It doesn't even have to be bigger or better. It's just however which way you want your art to go. It's your own thing. That's what matters, right? It's you. You're doing your own thing. It has nothing to do with what anybody else is doing. So, yeah. 
That's awesome. And uh, out of all of the places that you've traveled, what's the, I guess, I don't want to say the most interesting place because I don't want you to like, uh, you don't need to bag on any of the places, but the, the, the I guess the f- most fun experience having traveled for this movie, aside from the dude just coming out and, you know, you broke his brain with that one. Uh, do you have a place that you're just like, I, I'm so happy that we were able to go here, which might not have been a traditional spot? Um, you know, we, we do a lot of non-traditional shows, period. So everything we schedule, we try to put a little theme behind it. Mm -hmm. We don't just want people to come and see a movie. They're going to come have an experience. Nice. And we've, we've played in colleges. We, we just played in Denver. I have a buddy who has a mobile marijuana lounge bus with 18 screens, an insane sound Uh. system. And we just played the movie in there and people's minds were fucking blown inside that bus. Funny. They we, walked out of Jesus there. They didn't even Christ. know what to do with themselves. And, right. And I'll be honest with you. I've seen the movie hundreds of times. And even for me, not in a hot watching box it bus. in that <laughs> watching it in that place was a different experience. And I was God, like, whoa, right? you know this? Yeah, that was a blast. You know, we did. I did. I've done a couple of hometown shows. John got to do a hometown show in Chicago. Oh, fun! Um, God, I love Chicago. Yeah, yeah. We've played Florida, Arizona. You know, I, I just I love playing. I just love. I don't really. I love all the experiences because they're all special mm-hmm. regardless to me. It's just fun and it's it's cool to share that. And even on this tour, like looking at the whole tour, I am I've never been to any of the venues, but I always look at pictures beforehand yeah, to yeah, get the yeah. feel. And what I love about this little tour is every one of the theaters on this tour has that really cool art house look. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. Like, the Blue the Blue Mouse is beautiful because at least once a month they'll do, like, Rocky Horror Picture Show at yep. midnight, and which is fantastic. But they also do the Friday Night Frights. Yep. And it was literally the first time I'd ever been able to see Beetlejuice <laughs> in a theater. And again, it's with yep. like-minded people, That's people awesome. dressing up. Yep. And one lady dressing up as Lydia from the final wedding scene doing the thriller dance mm-hmm. for the whole song which was really long you don't realize how long it is and but it was really fun to be able to see her it's doing it's funny that, that you brought that up because I was driving last night and I got up to Portland and we're playing the Clinton Street Theater in Portland mm-hmm. uh, on May the 5th mm-hmm. uh, a week from today actually yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, it's such a cool th- it's like sitting right in the middle of a neighborhood they actually have the longest running Rocky Horror Picture Show midnight in the, in the world I that believe that doesn't even yeah. surprise me yeah yeah, and, yeah and so you know so that theater has this cool look the Blue Mouse has a cool look the Garland Theater in Spokane the Rio in Vancouver the Dark Side in Corvallis it's nice uh, the Pick the Pickford in Bellingham so like I lo- I'm so psyched about this tour and to just experience it in all these houses and so like i said before as of this recording may 10th is when you're going to be at the blue mouse theater uh checking out a lot you're going to be there doing q a afterwards as well yes so it'll be fun so when uh you break people's brains you can help them put it back together again it's really exciting to to see this and i I love the fact that there's a tacoma base on it you've got the grit city just the vibe with it all with all of it it's it's had to have been a fun ride are you gonna go justin i'm gonna go (laughs) i I, I'm really I, I'm like it's it's a Friday and I think I'm open I'm pretty I sure know I'm, I'm in too what about you <laughs> ten, 10 o'clock at night Ooh, I know right I mean no yeah no, movie's but, gonna be ending at midnight people's brains fine. are gonna be splattered all over the blue mouse you're not gonna wanna miss this <laughs> right and then we can all grab a beer together after uh, perfect come hang out with us everybody should hang out with us because no truly we, we love to hang out after we always love to people love to talk about it and they right. have so many questions when it's over and that's you and, know and that's the fun part too. it usually takes people 
about five minutes to be able to talk after the movie, and then once they processing. once they're able to like actually open their mouths, they got a lot of questions. <laughs> and that's one of the beauties of this too, because if you see this movie, you can either hang out and have a beer and process, or if it takes you a little longer to process, you can hit you up on social media on the Instagram and just uh, obviously don't do any spoilers or anything, but maybe DM, <laughs> give a follow, give a DM, follow the live streams and all of that. Where can people find out more information about the movie? Our uh, Instagram handle is at Once Upon a Superhero. The movie, Facebook, we're Once Upon a Superhero. Twitter, Once Upon a Superhero. And uh, Once Upon a Superhero.com. Nice, perfect. And I mean, we'll put up all of these. And on of course, ours. you guys can get tickets at the Blue Mouse website. Yes, yes, Blue Mouse and, uh, Tickets will be available at the door as well. It's uh, $8 for nice, the show. Nice, a nice little. Uh, I mean, it's cheaper than any other movies in the big budget ones that you're going to be seeing lately. That's for damn sure. Whew. Plus, I got good popcorn in there, too. I'm in. Are you in, Jeff? I'm in. You <laughs> fucking better see. You around. better be in, Jeff. I'll have Solar Flare come and throw all three of you in a bag and bring it. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, you guys are my comp guests. So oh, I hope you're there. So please make sure you're down there. Nice. Okay? See, that's why we had you on. Oh. So you guys, <laughs> you guys are all plus one with us. Killer, man. And, like, seriously, it's like, if you love the superhero genre, uh, well... I don't know how much this is going to turn it on its head, but at the same point... <laughs> you might not want to watch this, but no. But no, you need to come and <laughs> check this out because it, right? there are those big bombastic movies out there. You want something with a little bit of grit. Do people need to go watch watch the um, the trailer? The trailer is fantastic. It, it sold me as soon as I watched it. I Absolutely. was like, dude, I'm in. I don't care when it is or where it shows. I'm, I'm watching this thing. So yeah, nice and we're fortunate that. enough for you guys to be here to be able to do this. Yeah. Like, this is one of those ones where you want to be in a theater with like-minded individuals. Oh, for sure. Yes. <laughs> and, and look at it this way. It's happening on a Friday night, so you'll have all day Saturday to recover your brain. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Scott, again, Scott Weil with this, onceuponasuperhero.com, where you can get all of the information, all the social media, and, of course, with all of our stuff. We put it right on this uh, on this podcast, so if wherever you're downloading it, boom, you can just get all of the links right there. Also, if you want to help us out, patreon.com slash gritcitypodcast. Go there. Yeah, help us. You can get your merch. You can get those sweet T-shirts or the hoodies or... Or maybe if you want to be a business that wants to get promoted, you can do that as well. Yeah. I, we got some stickers as well now. Oh, oh we shit. got stickers from DieCutStickers.com. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing with uh, EJ and all of those people. So absolutely check all of that out. Um, also, uh, anything else? I don't think so, right? No. No. I know you need another beer. So I think it's time for us to end I this. Say, I really like this cocoa drink. That's a good one, right? Good that's a local beer. Washington beer. Oh, man. I like Which one was on that? Um, oh. This is Black Raven Cocoa Jones Coconut Porter. Nice. Yeah. I'm not usually a fan of the dark ones, but this one is fucking whoa, good. Whoa, whoa. This Digging is it. a family podcast. <laughs> dark beer. Take it down. And, and on trouble. that note, Scott Weil, thank you so much for coming down. Um, again, thank you, everybody, for listening. And please continue to support local stuff. If you want anybody to get a hold of us because you think there's something cool, something weird, something crazy about them. They're local or at least have some sort of local tie to the Grit City. Shoot us an email. Info at GritCityPodcast.com Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Scott. You're welcome. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at GritCityPodcast.com (laughs) 